You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morkel. With me, as always, the Nina and Pinta to my Santa Maria, (laughs) Sean Keller. Uh, Hola, senor, yes. And Mike Pareto. Chabela, Chabela. Hola. Hola, señor. Sí, sí, chao. He, he, was, he was Italian. ¿Dónde está el baño? He, he, was, he, was, he was Italian. This is a little nonsense. Scott Carrington wants your vote, but has he earned it? His record speaks for itself. In 1984, Scott Carrington voted to make hula hoops illegal. (laughs) Or did he? He didn't. But But what if he did? In 2004, Scott Carrington attended a Halloween party dressed as Papa Smurf. Is his America accepting of Blueface? I don't know the answer. I'm seriously asking. (laughs) Scott Carrington once rode a horse on a summer vacation with his family. Does he hate the automobile industry? Then why would he vote in favor of a big auto bailout in 2006? (laughs) He wouldn't. But he did. (laughs) Or did he? (laughs) Scott Carrington stole candy from a baby. A 49-year-old baby named Jaime Santiago. That actually happened, and I saw him do it. Or did I? <laughs> <laughs> this election, don't vote for Scott Harrington. Vote for Frank Drabeck. <laughs> I'm uh, uh, Frank Drabeck, and I have dementia. I approve this massage. What? <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Scott Harrington. <laughs> what an asshole. Scott Harrington may not exist. <laughs> or does he? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Perhaps not. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> I love those uh, negative attack ads. <laughs> Can't get enough. Oh, my face actually hurts right now. <laughs> that was good. I like a I like a good uh, political ad lampoon. Or did 
do you? <laughs> I think I I feel like we're actually getting some video from you, but it, we but we it are is blocked. Yeah, but it's it's like uh, the inside of your body. It's like dark red. I pretty I'm pretty sure that we're doing a colonoscopy. Oh, that's where I put my phone. Is that is it? Did you Bluetooth pair to your self colonoscopy? Yeah, well, no, I I just shoved my phone up my own ass for pleasure. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, you got one of those, uh, you got one of those big phones too. It's like a ta- a foblet. Oh yeah, like a ta- I mean, that's why you get the phone. big phone. <laughs> so Ass-play. it hits that G spot. <laughs> the new Google G spot. <laughs> a phone so big, you'll definitely come when you shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No, I don't I think can't. we. We don't need to turn off video though, because Joe probably can turn off incoming video, right? So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I, I'm up in my I'm up in my daughter's room, so I don't know how great my internet connection is or will be. So I'm prepared to shut off video, but if it's working, then I'm fine. But yeah, Joe, it's up to you. I don't think if, I can. Uh, if it's a video call, I'm automatically going to see you fuckers. Okay, well, now it's all black, so I think the, the cancer has spread or something happened. Yeah, it probably just went a little further in. It would be Joe's. <laughs> it's going to come out your mouth, <laughs> and then we'll be able to see you. It would be Joe's <laughs> portrait. It would, I'm just going to, I'll be the only one who's actually being serious for a second. It would be Joe's portrait if he were not on video. That's true. So the phone is yeah. definitely up my ass. For sure, yeah. That answers that. I thought your voice sounded a, a few octaves higher. Well, so, it sounds a yeah. few octaves lower to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the echo. That's the, yeah, I guess deep in the bowels of, of a man. That's how it sounds. Deep, deep, deep. Deep oh, in hey. the bowels hey. of a hey, man. James Cameron. <laughs> what are you doing down here? <laughs> James Cameron exploring the unexplored depths of Joe's asshole. <laughs> I said unexplored. That's obviously incorrect. Yeah, there's nothing yeah, left we have, we have in that category. Been thoroughly explored. There's actually Joe's asshole has been explored so much. There's a wall with a whole bunch of gum stuck to it. <laughs> And people's names, people's names engraved where they died there. <laughs> There's just little They're, bits of my intestines where people put padlocks with their names written on them. <laughs> yes, there's there's a memorial. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but enough about Joe's asshole. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> just can't get enough of that thing. <laughs> When you pass everyone mile- ever. <laughs> and when you pass mile marker number four, there's some real interesting polyps. <laughs> and a candlelight vigil this evening. <laughs> yes, there's a really sharp turn where many young teenage drivers died. <laughs> <laughs> there's a cross with a bunch of flowers. And uh, look, if you went to high school anywhere in the area, you know all about it. <laughs> What a tragedy. (laughs) 
for those of you at home, Joe's, Mike Joe's is just asshole. disappointingly shaking his head. <laughs> the new Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> or the new uh, Route 34, so wherever, <laughs> wherever you're from. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll never forget that one accident that happened just a couple hundred feet from my house there on the intersection of 34 and 31. Your house was progressively a horrible place to turn into. <laughs> it got, it got, <laughs> that is it got absolutely busier. true. <laughs> that that road that road was yeah. once upon a time it was a nice peaceful turn in and just every single month it seemed the traffic would increase and it just became a death trap. <laughs> uh, yes, until until essentially 15 people died in one car accident there. <laughs> then they in changed January the of 2007. <laughs> Then they put up a caution sign. I remember because it was <laughs> it was like 1 a.m. And I was playing. I think I was playing the Burning Crusade expansion to World of Warcraft when it first came out. And I was like, I was like level 69. Nice. nice. Almost there. And uh, and then my power went out and I was like, what the fuck happened? I was really pissed <laughs> off. I was like, I was so close. God damn who, it. Who did this to me? My power what, went what's out. That, what kind of asshole? I looked outside and there were a whole bunch of just dead bodies. And I just, I. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were flung from the vehicle. I felt, I felt a little bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just, that second. just explains how deep into Warcraft you can get. You know, <laughs> you're like, wait, I didn't have a raid here. Where did they? Oh, these are, those are real human bodies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I was in algebra wait, no, wait, with that wait. guy. That one's a night elf. Oh shit! No, it's just. A- but but that but that lady sat behind me in in geography class. <laughs> That's oh, a God. true story. <clears throat> I didn't actually see though. dead bodies, though. I I want to point that out. No. I, I I was not brave enough to look at the dead bodies, but they were there. Was, uh, <laughs> the you, dead bodies were close enough to you that you could have seen them and yeah, you just didn't. Absolutely, they, they were. Yes. We can, we can, we can totally cut away from this if if it's an uncomfortable subject. I was gonna ask if either of you had seen a dead body outside of like a horrible tragedy that involves your family, but like I didn't know if either of you had ever come across like a. A, you're talking a dead about body like the scene in Stand dead. by Me where you just find you just find a dead body. <laughs> well, well, that that's one instance. Sure. Do you mean I do you mean other than just to be clear, other than like funerals, right? Yes, like a, other like a, just than a like random a, dead body. Yeah, like I didn't know if you you'd ever stumbled upon uh, a dead body before. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's not that funny, is it? <laughs> Because well, I, I have, don't, is I don't why want, I'm asking. I don't want to I don't, exclude... I don't think it's that common to just stumble upon a dead body. But it should be, right? There's like a lot of my, people in the world. My own personal experience from this, I think that's unfair. Okay, that's fair. No, I'm saying well, we I... don't have I, to talk about I, it. I don't, th- I don't think a lot of people have experienced somebody dying right in front of them before, I, it, re- even if it's your family. I, I think that's an yeah. unusual thing, and I have experienced that. So yes, I've seen I have seen That's a true. dead body. I've seen somebody die right in front of me. It's it's mm. o- it's only unusual until you get older, you know. Yes, that's true. That's, yeah. yeah, I've I've thought about and yeah. 
I've thought about this. Everyone eventually dies, so... <laughs> that's true, Joe! <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's factual. How long have you pretty thought sure about that? Pretty sure that's factual. <laughs> uh, I want to say about 30 months. Yeah, well, all right. Well, it seems about enough time to come to terms with it. <laughs> yeah. I've given it extensive thoughts nonstop for 30 months. <laughs> no, I've, I've, but I think, I think where, you're headed, where you're headed, Joe, I, I've had a, a thought of... Man, I want like I'm I'm almost worried because a lot of my friends I like I haven't had to go to like a bunch of funerals and so I'm starting to think like is it is it going to be me? You think me? you're due for a rash of deaths? <laughs> well, no, I'm like, well, part of getting older is watching like everyone you love die. Well, if you're lucky enough to I get mean, that old. I mean, you're definitely going to see me die, Sean, cuz I'm going to send you a video. Oh, no, what? Oh, <laughs> Wait, dear God. <laughs> uh, all right. I think, hold uh, on, we, have to, we might have to have an intervention right now. Oh, no, it's not going to be for a long time. <laughs> I'm just going to constantly uh, video myself and, <laughs> and, and just have a button that, you know, when I press it, it deletes the last hour. So if I don't <laughs> press the button, I, uh, I, that's the video that gets sent to Sean. And clearly hey, I'm dead. I do want to add something, though. Go ahead, Sean. Wait, wait, ca- Go ahead. Cause of death, shoving your phone too far up your asshole. <laughs> or is it that the phone... He just- finally found it. He found the death point. <laughs> the phones just kept getting bigger. And so finally... <laughs> what? <laughs> he's got one of them nanotechnology he's got No, phones. he's just got a gigantic... A gigantic phone. You think, with a- you think if I had a phone that could get bigger, I would shove it up my ass? Well, you're damn right I would. <laughs> I was going to say 100%. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike, what were you saying? I would make so, sure that it's taking video to send to Sean. I, f- I do feel like there is, uh, we've, we've come away. I think that it used to be that by the time you were 10 years old, you, were, you already were used to people dying. Well, you have right. all, you'll have already lost most of your siblings to the right. fever. <laughs> no, great grandparents. Though, I just, yeah. I think that, like, like relatively recently speaking, we haven't had time to evolutionarily adapt to the fact that we used to get used to death by the age of ten, and now you're not used to it until you're eighty years old. Boy, mm. you're talking about be- and because it's like, of medical advancements. Problem. Wait, are you talking about because of like scientific advancements for health and medicine or what do you, where are you coming from? Well, yeah, I, I am. I'm, I mean, it's just, it's just a fact that, uh, you know, kids generally passed away before the age of five frequently, like up, up until a hundred years ago. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just, we just, we were used to it. And, uh, uh, that's kind so of you're a big saying deal. we should we should have kids around more death. No, I, I will say, I mean, to Mike's point, like I that's kind of where I was heading is I am uh, somewhat shocked that I have not experienced death in a while. Like I definitely did younger, uh, but there's been like a good 10 to 15 year you period. All those people. <laughs> really, yeah. No, there, there's been like a big chunk of time where I feel like there hasn't been like a devastating uh, friend or family death. And it's kind of like, 
it is. It feels weird. It feels like, well, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just lucky and I should knock on wood, but it, it does feel longer than it should. I don't know. I mean, that's I, what gets I hope me worried. Because if you didn't successfully knock on wood, someone's going to die. Yeah, it's been a while on my end, also. Um, but it is, yes, of course, it's just luck, really. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's like this is the sweet part of life where it's like your 30s, you're, you're not going to experience very much. But then as soon as we start turning 40 and especially 50, then it's like, oh, well, this is where everyone who didn't take care of themselves is gone. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, maybe there is a sweet spot where, like, when you're 30, the family that is a generation older than you has or, or two generations older than you has already died. Right. Right. And then the next generation takes another 15, 20 years to die. And then uh, and then your generation starts dying. Yeah. So you have oh, no, th- you might have a little sweet spot there. Yeah. One thing's for sure. This is all super hilarious for our comedy <laughs> podcast. A little nonsense. Well, <laughs> guys, let's talk about it Jeff. It's, it's my fault. I, I brought it up. <laughs> What's going to make well, it even like funnier is that uh, you can die at any age. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't matter. We could all die right yeah. now. Yeah, I I read a I read an article. I better start yesterday. taking a video for Sean then. <laughs> I read an article yesterday about some dude who like started cycling and like got into these really like he hired trainers that trained like Tour de France athletes and he was like actually built up over a number of like two or three years and then he was riding his bike on like a 90 mile ride one day which was just like practice for him and he was like oh I feel a pain in my arm and like he had a fucking heart attack like and this this dude was like the picture of health and it's just it's so random you know well you know it happens sometimes uh, you have you have conditions that just you never got there's checked ge- out because you've been healthy. Yeah, or there, or there's genetics involved. There's, I mean, there's uh, like Will Smith, like has always seemed to be the picture of health, and he is he's on blood pressure medication since he was like twenty, just because that's like a, a a family thing that he just is gonna have high blood pressure no matter what he does. That's that's my case. Yeah, I have high blood pressure without. I medicine. do too. Yeah, it's just crazy. I- yeah, I mean, my, my resting heart rate is like 47 beats per minute, and I have which high is blood like pressure. In, which, which is like you're like an athlete. Right, but I have high blood pressure. My, my blood crazy. pressure without medis- medication is like 159 over 110. Who, who, the, who the fuck invented that medication? It seems like that medication's probably saved just as many lives as like penicillin. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just harder to make the connection because it's like it's a preventative thing, whereas penicillin, yeah, as opposed yeah. to penicillin, oh my you're God, I've got yeah. an awful disease. <laughs> right, cure it now. Yeah, right. So, it, in all likelihood, it has it has helped as many or more people. I, uh, I wager more. Yeah, yeah. Just no way to know for sure. This well, is this such is, a this funny, <laughs> funny, great this has been, podcast. This has been a little, a little health. <laughs> we're starting, we're starting a disturbing chain. Last week, we just talked to Sean about space, and there were no jokes. And now we're Wait, just talking about death. There were I jokes. Actually, as long as it's interesting, sure I, 
as long as it's interesting, I don't care. I guess uh, to be honest, like yeah. if if it's a fun conversation, well, not, I mean, I know fun, you would rather engaging. rather be on Star Talk, uh, Mike. <laughs> so that's not surprising. I've, I've been listening to a lot of Star Talk recently. Bill Nye has his own podcast now called uh, Science Rules. I saw and, that. And Bill Nye agreed to plug our podcast in exchange for this free promo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I can get him on a cameo. Um, we'll see. But he, uh, I've almost come to the point where I like listening to him more than than Tyson. I have one problem that I have with both of them, which is whenever they get a guest on their show who is a comedian, they both try to be funny and they try to like and they win the approval yeah, yeah. and they yeah they and they're not funny and like they but they try no. and they, they try to tell <laughs> jokes and it's like so awkward and like cringy and it's like oh could just let the let the guy you hired think come about here. all the people in your life that do that to you sean and you're not nearly as famous as the comedians they get on their shows <laughs> i actually i actually think that's great advice though for them because like Neither of them is funny at all. Like they, at they, all. they suck no. so bad when they. I mean, it's like dad jokes. But there's something divided. But there's by something 20. about like when when they're in the presence of people, then they. I don't know if it's trying to impress them or trying yes. to like. Well, let me help you do your job as a comedian because I'll make jokes too. I don't know what it is, but it. It's uh. I also just as an observation, I don't find Chuck Nice to be that funny. However, <laughs> not funny at all. I I find at, at all. I find Eugene Merman to be hilarious, and I I wish that uh, every show was just Bill Nye and Eugene Merman, and it would be the greatest show of all time. <laughs> Eugene Merman is pretty funny. I, Chuck Nice is absolutely he's not, not funny. funny. He's I I've I've heard a few different episodes with him, and no, he's, he's just, not. Man, oh, why is I he there? We get, I hope we get some. Get some fame for all this shade being thrown at Chuck Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chuck Nice, but uh, what, Mike was Chuck Nice the guy on the Morgan Freeman Star Talk? Did you did you listen to the one uh, with Morgan Freeman? I did, but I'm struggling to remember who the comedian was on that one. Okay, um, let's see, let's see, Star Talk uh, Morgan Freeman. Because whoever comedian. that was was also horrible. Oh. It was Chuck Nice, yeah. Yeah, he was terrible. And actually, Morgan Freeman had the best joke of the entire episode where Chuck Nice said something. Yeah, that's and not, he was like, yeah, that's not surprising. Well, Chuck, Chuck Nice said something like, huh, I didn't learn that in college. And Morgan Freeman goes, you went to college? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the funniest, the funniest shit in the whole episode. I know it's not it's not great form to just criticize another podcast on a podcast, so I don't I don't want to like. No, we're we're criticizing a comedian. I do think Chuck Nice, though. I part of it I think <laughs> is that he's he's just he's willing to continue to work with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I I I think Neil deGrasse what? Tyson. Wait, he, you're saying it like he's doing him a favor? No, I Chuck, no look, one no one would know who Chuck Nice was what if I'm he saying, wasn't. Clinging to Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast. I, I get that, but what I'm saying is that Neil deGrasse Tyson has, he's kind of lost some of his uh, clout because of the scandal. And I disagree. No, I, I think he really has. I, I, I feel I, like I've seen the material. I think Bill Nye has, has been working with him less. 
uh, since then. And it's, you know, it's kind of a shame. I, I, Eugene Merman, I haven't seen him appear on the show in like a year. I mean, it's been, it's been a while. Um, so yeah, I think he's just kind of stuck with Chuck Nice. <laughs> Look, unless, unless Neil deGrasse Tyson starts putting up 25 points per game, I don't think anyone's going to give a shit how many people he raped or molested. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a scientist. I'm saying if, if the dude scored like three touchdowns a game, he'd be all over the news. Yes. Yes. Well, he I mean, he was he was essentially he was essentially cleared. They they did. They did an investigation and he was cleared. And yeah. uh, well, our, and so our president I'm, wasn't and people so don't care I, about that. That's why I still listen to him, though. I still listen to him because I think he's probably fine. But I, I prefer, I do prefer to listen to uh, Bill Nye now, and uh, his co-host is even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Is is Bill Nye as is is Bill Nye as adept though uh, at answering questions about astronomy? Because I feel like that's Neil deGrasse Tyson's wheelhouse, and Bill Nye is just like general. Science. Well, well, Neil, yeah, Neil or uh, uh, Bill Nye is, you know, he's he's an engineer. Uh, he can't really. He's he's the CEO of the Planetary Society, so he has some uh, sure expertise. But no, I mean, he can't just field a question about astronomy. You know, I mean, he's just yeah, he's, yeah. he doesn't have that expertise. Hey guys. <laughs> How long have you been gone, Joe? <laughs> we we finished we finished the episode while you were gone. I was gone for a while, and it is just and really that's... telling that neither of you noticed. <clears throat> and with a score we... of two to zero, Joe is the loser on tonight's podcast. <laughs> we had a we we kept a pretty solid conversation going while you were gone, so I wouldn't worry about it. I I actually did I I did think I wonder if Joe's here right now. So I did think about you, buddy. Oh, I I, I thought the same thing. I just rather didn't acknowledge it. Uh, rather didn't acknowledge it. That's a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> yeah, my phone, uh, my phone overheated from being all the way up inside my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm conne- I, I paired my, my earbuds to my tablet so I could get back on the call. <laughs> I love Joe's like... Joe's got like a welding helmet on trying to make this podcast happen from his apartment (laughs) with no internet. (laughs) (laughs) There's sparks flying everywhere. And he's, he's like, he's got some magnet keeping shrapnel out of his heart so that he can do this podcast. (laughs) There's just this, uh, it's a Marvel reference. This elderly man named Jensen. Who's helping me. Hey, you do know Marvel. Now, of course, he's supposed I to be saw hosting. I, of course I saw Iron Man. I know. I just, you know, you're such a DC Joe, fan. No, man. Joe, actually, um, he lo- he just his his general love of comics is much stronger than his uh, passion for DC. Yeah, I know this. I, know I mean, this. not really. Oh, no, it is for sure. Come on. <laughs> you've seen you've seen every Marvel movie. I think it's a fact for sure. You- yeah. You you like you know what I probably I probably have. 
Maybe you're sitting there. You don't the whole even time, want to like, admit it to you yourself. Might, you might be sitting there just shaking your head, hate, hating it. <laughs> this but, would be so much better if Batman was in it. But you I do mean, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'll watch something that I really like, and I'll go, "Warner, why can't Warner Brothers figure this out?" Right. Joe's yeah. watching. Joe's watching Avengers Endgame and thinking Batman could have fixed this in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did. Th- I did watch Endgame and think this is underwhelming. I agree. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Infinity War is better. <laughs> Inf- Infinity War is. It might be my favorite Avengers movie. I love that movie. Yeah. I wonder how Batman would tackle Thanos. Well, as I've said on a previous episode of this podcast, Thanos is a ripoff of Darkseid. How does he so, tackle Darkseid? Well, he can't do it alone. Isn't that a Superman um, villain? Uh, he is often a Superman villain. He's just a villain in general. He's fucked up a lot of a lot of shit. He's actually from uh, a comic series called The New Gods. Okay. And he... Uh, actually, they're making a movie out of The New Gods when people make movies again. Uh, that's actually being <laughs> Maybe adapted. Maybe never. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to be confused with Game of Thrones where they reference the old gods and the new. Correct. Yeah, these would right, be okay. uh, these would be essentially aliens who have a computer capable of tapping into what's essentially God. It's all right. So, like fifty it, years from now. Yeah, exactly. It'll it'll be exactly like human <laughs> technology in fifty years. Uh, but how would so so talk me through how would in a concise manner how would Batman well before with you, any with any help necessary before you Dark do Side? that Sean I just want to ask is is Darkseid ever really as powerful as Thanos with all six Infinity Stones uh, he can't well, be when it, when you're talking about a completed Infinity Gauntlet you just are God you're right yeah exactly yeah exactly it. is he ever that powerful. Is that? But Thanos never actually has all the stones, in, in except for the very end of Infinity War, and, and then it's immediately destroyed. So it's not like Thanos is walking around. With I guess all six no, you're stones. right. So he at the end of Infinity War, he just kind of wins, and then he just gives it, and then he gives it up. So you oh, never. Exactly. So, so nobody, Thanos with five stones would be so, a better. Right. So fight. never nobody ever actually faces Thanos with six stones because he's just he just wins. Yeah, he would just win. Well, he just does. Right. He does, yeah. Yeah, so maybe with like two, three stones. I'd say four or five, but yeah. Uh, I would say that uh, their goals are somewhat similar. Uh, Darkseid's a bit more committed to the cause of uh, ending life. He doesn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't settle, settle for half. He, he's looking for something called the anti-life equation. Which, right, hang on, Joe. Joe, for for I know you're heading here, but just to yeah. make sure for for me and our listeners, can you give me like uh, a concise uh, backstory of who the fuck Darkseid is? Well, if you're wondering about like his origin, I don't think that's been recorded because is it a person? Is it a is he a guy? He's a like, he's a, he's a person. Well, I mean. In in the DC universe, uh, unless you're going with stuff from uh, like Sandman and Lucifer, you know the stuff that was in the Vertigo imprint. Uh, there there isn't like a god god, but there are very powerful people who act as gods. Okay. 
Uh, he is one of the new gods. He's on the evil side. He's the lord of the planet Apocalypse, uh, which is like a fiery planet of slaves. And this is in opposition to the planet of New Genesis, uh, led by High Father. So they, they've sort of been at odds for eons. They have an uneasy truce, and most of the time... That's what allows them to be involved in other stories because they're not actively at war with each other. Because no one, okay. even even Earth's heroes, can't really get involved in a war between the gods. Uh, it's a little outside of their uh, power range. To put it in perspective, like Darkseid is someone that Superman can and has gone head-to-head with and lost against. Right. Right. He's he's a, he's more than a match Ridiculously for Superman. Ridiculously overpowered. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, he shoots he shoots so, he shoots like zigzag lasers out of his eyes that just unmake so, people. So so Batman would definitely need some help. What like would Batman and Wonder Woman would that put him over the edge or like would he need Wonder Woman and Flash or in would- every in every iteration of the story where they've taken Thanos uh Thanos now you got me doing it dark side <laughs> down uh it required like the full justice league. Oh shit, okay. Yeah, no, it's That makes uh, sense. I mean, I it mean, requires the whole it requires all of the Avengers to take down right. Thanos. But it's hard for me to imagine a single uh, Avenger who could going toe to toe. Who could go? Yeah. No, who could go toe to toe even with with Superman by himself? Yes, I, I know this is like. Uh, I mean, it's, it's hard Thor, to do, right? Wouldn't he be the best bet? I think he would. Uh, he would Thor's be my, not he'd be my choice, but I don't think he'd be even really even close to Superman's power. Uh, given not yeah not unless he gets him away from the sun yeah yes that would give him a huge in which edge case if- black widow could defeat <laughs> superman <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah yeah any anyone with any real combat training could take out a deep powered superman i guess that's a good point like thor <laughs> thor is great you know like on sakar he's great everywhere um superman's great uh, on a planet with a yellow sun Right. Correct. Yes, that is one of his limitations. He does need that yellow sunlight in order to uh, to function as a superhero. He should just drag one around with him. That's that's like I. You know what? That's happened in comic books before, where there was like a (laughs) like a small fission generator. There you go. (laughs) I was I was gonna say though, like a lot of people. Give and I, I I've been this person in the past. A lot of people give Superman shit for being overpowered, uh, because oh well, the only thing that can bring him down is kryptonite. But needing the power of a yellow sun is like a gigantic weakness. Like that that's that's like a really big thing. Yeah, and that to is exploit. one of the things that get used against him. There have been times where. Uh like Lex Luthor will build a thing that filters the sunlight before it hits Earth. Sure, yeah, but I, but it's I, I guess uh, well, if you're a, speaking on like a galactic scale, if it's on Earth, then it's not a big weakness. But oh, yeah. if you're talking well, about yeah, it's not a weakness. You're talking at about all. like <laughs> yeah, but if you're talking about like anywhere, like oh, Superman had to go to this like, other say, planet. Apocalypse, so, oh, well, the home, the he's home like of Darkseid. 
Yeah, when he's been off planet, uh, sometimes, you know, he's only got the energy that's left over in his uh, cells. Before. So he's good for like five minutes. <laughs> so, Joe, no, no, it, it lasts a few hours. It's like a tank of gas. Uh, scientifically um, speaking. Um, does this super- is all bullshit. <laughs> does Superman, <laughs> does Superman have some kind of photosynthesis? Yes, it actually has been said uh, in comics that Kryptonians have uh, properties similar to Earth's plants as well as their people. Interesting. Interesting. So they take the sunlight and they turn it into certain certain spectrum or certain part of the spectrum, right? They convert it to energy. Joe, how many how many storylines have there been about attacking Superman during like an eclipse? Oh God, dude! I mean, Superman <laughs> thirty. You, you gotta you gotta okay. remember, Superman started in uh, nineteen thirty eight. The sunlight thing was established in the forties, so they they've been trying to come up with ways to depower Superman to write an interesting story for you know. <laughs> 70 well, that years. Was the first thing that my head that popped into my head was, oh, well, if it's sunlight he needs, then uh, <laughs> we'll just give him an eclipse. Yeah. So, Dark Side versus Thanos. Uh, without the gauntlet, Dark Side. With the gauntlet, nobody nobody can beat a finished Infinity Gauntlet. No, yeah, yeah and it's, I mean, they what kind of Galactus? established that it's impossible. But Galactus, I mean, the, even, even I Galactus mean, couldn't do it. So, so Dark Side has. Darkseid has something called a mother box. That's that's the computer I was telling you about connected to the air quote source, which is like the source of all existence and creation. So essentially a computer connected to God and that that gives him tremendous power, but it's it, it doesn't allow you to rewrite reality like a fucking infinity gauntlet. Gotcha. Yeah, so if, that's why it, I'm saying, you know, no infinity gauntlet. Uh, dark side infinity gauntlet whoever is wearing the goddamn infinity gauntlet all right when you have when you have control over time and reality it's like uh yeah that those two stones Ooh, speaking over of time there's a there's a there's a great uh it's an it's an animated movie if you don't want to get into the comics uh it's a justice league dark side war where uh you know they show the justice league going up against dark side and they lose. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like you mean like the Avengers do thirteen million nine hundred ninety-eight thousand? Yes, uh, and also it's solved through time travel. So I see. Okay. I still think Vision went out like a little bitch in Infinity he, he War. He did. He he was way too weak in Infinity War. I I agree. Well, there were stupid. there were for so no, for many no characters they had to just start killing some off. I know, but it was just, they did not come up with a good reason. They well, were just I, like, uh, vi- I guess he just sucks now. Blah. <laughs> Vision Vision should have been the hardest stone to get, in my opinion. Yes, it's, he, absolutely. It, he should have been, that should have been a whole movie, basically, getting the Mind Stone from Vision. But he's just so fucking powerful, or at least he was until that movie. And then it was just like, hey, hey don't, don't. Don't dig into my forehead. Yeah, he didn't do. He didn't do shit in that movie at all. And he got no. the shit kicked out and of him. On that note, Mike <laughs> read that. The, the first bell. <laughs> 
40 minutes into the episode. Yeah, it's going to be a low scoring episode. Lancing with the stars. <laughs> We've gathered 12 celebrities from film and television to train and compete in the age old test of strength and ability, the Joust. <laughs> Partnered with the 12 finest jousting professionals from around the world, such as Smurt Frohlings and <laughs> Johan Vandersprekels, your favorite celebrities from. Wayne Knight to <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove <laughs> have trained for five months under grueling conditions to battle lance to lance against their celebrity cohorts. Unlike other reality competition shows, Lancing with the Stars involves carnage. <laughs> Lots of carnage. You may have already heard in the news that famous baller and actor Mark Curry died of his wounds on August 3rd. <laughs> I hanging with Mr. Cooper? <laughs> from hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> I'd tell you how, but I don't want to spoil it. You'll just have to tune in. A beloved performer's head literally explodes after being subjected to the <laughs> amazing force of a well-placed six millimeter lance tip backed by 2,300 pounds of horse and celebrity moving at 33 <laughs> miles per hour. You'll just have to find out who's. Could it be Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> That's right. We got her. <laughs> what about Joe Pantoliano <laughs> from the Matrix <laughs> you'll have to see for yourself Lancing with the Stars debuts December 8th on CBS Ultra Prime <laughs> so like Vin Diesel crushed Fran Drescher's head and she died <laughs> Is that what I heard? No, he's not. He's not on the show. No. Oh, Joe Pantoliano, or whatever his name is, may have killed. No, Joe, uh, Joe Pantoliano, his head, his head <laughs> may have exploded. Oh, okay. I can't. Right. I can't wait to see Miranda Cosgrove face off against Wayne Knight. <laughs> yes, my my money's on Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight has. Uh, he's got the. He's got physics on his side. <laughs> he he and, does, and but if she gets a real good strike in there, that uh, all that girth is going to work against him. He's going to go down <laughs> like a ton of bricks. All I can think about is that poor horse. Lancing oh. with the stars. <laughs> Come on, Wayne Knight has lost like 150 pounds. Has okay? he? Yeah, he's, he's only 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, oh shit! All right, all right. Anyway, so uh, if your mom fucked your wife, or what, what, what were we talking about? No, that was it. <laughs> right, right. Who come? Who comes first? Joe does. <laughs> Joe uh, from uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. You're up. Your mom fucks your wife. Who comes first? I do. <laughs> Correct. I got this phone shoved so far up my ass. 
Correct. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Man, did that, I? You know, just it just trailed off there. Did I get the bell yeah. for that one? No, Sean <laughs> you should did. have. I just. Oh come on! I, I I was trying to get us going. No, I and think, you failed. I think it's fair. Many are calling 2020 the end times. Are you ready for the end of society as we know it? Get ready with Appocalypse, <laughs> the only app guaranteed to train you for a life in a post-apocalyptic wasteland or hellscape. Spending only 10 minutes a day, you'll soon master the life skills you'll need to survive. Skills you'll learn include carpentry, basic metallurgy, cooking for cannibals, extracting drinkable water from the blood of the fallen, building a wall to protect you from the violent horde seeking your flesh for both food and pleasure, hopefully in that order, and barrel making. Download Apocalypse Now before it's too late. <laughs> All right, preppers. Get your app on. Man, how, there, there's going to be some real egg on our face when uh, the apocalypse the ha- happens <laughs> in like one month and, and we are we are nil prepared. I will be so someone's totally... going to be someone's going to be listening to this episode. and They'll be like, huh, these idiots thought it was a joke. Yeah, exactly. I'll be so completely happy to die in the apocalypse. I <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Because it's like the greatest way to die in the <laughs> in the apocalypse. I yes, I would rather survive the apocalypse, but uh, I which I comedian had content. a bit? Would about you, would that. you though? I I think there's an argument to be made that you wouldn't rather survive the apocalypse. Well, it it depends. If I survive the apocalypse only to die later to the apocalypse, then I am not happy with dying or surviving the apocalypse. That's just a slow death, then. Right. Yes, but if I do survive and then a new society begins and i am and i'm like a i'm like a land owner in the new society land lord yeah i mean lord of the land now we're talking you know i think there i think it depends on what type of apocalypse right because because oh, I, I agree also, also i agree Mike's that if assuming it's, that uh, his quality of life has improved after the apocalypse happened <laughs> 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 which i think is bold if it's like an asteroid <laughs> and it's going to destroy the whole planet, then yeah, I want to go. That's how I want to go. Yes. But if it's like, but if it's like a nuclear holocaust and uh, it's just you know maybe like two thirds of the world population dies, but the other third survives, I want to be in that last third. But that shit is like violent and crazy, and I mean, what that what kind of life is that? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know where to begin. I, I, I would have no idea how to survive that sort of hellish landscape. You, I mean, <laughs> do you even own a firearm right now? Because I, my, my arm is not made out of fire. If you don't, you're not going to do well in that situation. <laughs> Just saying. Unless you befriend people who own firearms, you what? better befriend some people that know how to make ammunition as well. If, well, yeah, of course. That that's yeah, the thing if, is, if it's if all about be the connection. You mean suck their dicks because that's gonna be no, 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 no. I, <laughs> I mean, you better I, you better start sucking Mike's dick because apparently he's gonna be a king in the new world, <laughs> a lord, a lord, a <laughs> lord. 
<laughs> He's Lords going back just to medieval. Tiny kings. Perhaps a chief, a chieftain. <laughs> I could be, I could be a jester. I could, I could make the Lord laugh. <laughs> Not right now. I, this is an evidence Obviously, of that. No. <laughs> I think, I think a situation where there's an apocalypse and you survive and you do great is like everybody's fantasy, isn't it? Like that's. <laughs> That's like sure it come is. On. Yeah. It's like it's horrible for everyone else, but wow, this is a, this is actually this is pretty great for me. Like peaceful, like every like, like giraffes running around, yeah, like every yeah. apocalypse game ever made. Like you survive and you you work your way up, and you're awesome somehow. Yeah, yeah you're just awesome, and it's like great. <laughs> you're the only you're the only one there. When when the the reality is that you'd survive for like <laughs> one day. Oh no, <laughs> like, no, the reality is it, that you would be dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, even in a scenario like, uh, say, Fallout Three, where you emerge from Vault One Hundred One into the uh, into the wasteland, you you would die before you got to Megaton. Yeah, you would. You would oh, just, you sure, would just yeah. die within minutes of being exposed just, to the radiation. Just, just out there to the it's horrible over, radiation, yeah. or or to the you know to the mutants and the scavengers, the super mutants, you. the dogs, the yeah. cannibals, yeah. But but no, it's like it's a huge fantasy for lots of people to to have this. Wow, it's there's a reset, you know, where there's a new frontier and yeah. I mean, it's got to be because they keep making those games because right, people are buying right. them and, and they keep they keep building those actual shelters. <laughs> like right, it's not just the game. <laughs> there there are people building bomb shelters and fallout shelters. None of them are as elaborate as the ones in the Fallout universe, though. Sadly, well, those usually, are, aren't those all like government-sanctioned? Sh- like, aren't they, aren't they all like? Uh, no, it's corporate. It's Vault Tech. Corporate, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, it's it's not like a bunch of private citizens built their own. Well, I mean, would you want to live in? Would you want to live in a bunker that you built or a bunker that uh, people with a lot of money built? Because I'm assuming your bunker is shit. Yeah. I, that's an interesting question. Yeah, probably the the lot of money answer. I, I can tell you for certain that any bunker I built would not be very big, and that would be problematic. Right, because you need that big phone to shove up your asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I need a I need a new and bigger phone every six months to shove up my ass. <laughs> to bring it back around, I. I, I think I, I I think it boils down to the human sort of desire to to want to pursue a, per, a frontier, like I said. And now that we have colonial- now that we have no frontier, it's like uh, we've we've given up on space, right? Basically, have I mean, we? I, I guess, no, I I mean, guess like, the mass population like, has. Yeah, budget wise, like we're not we're not going into space. We're not sending people right. there. So now it's like, well, I guess uh, I guess just if. If everybody just dies, then we can just do it again. <laughs> people just need shit to conquer. Is that what you're no, saying? Let's, just, all, let's all just agree to burn the maps and we'll start from scratch. I just think that <laughs> burn the maps. I, I just think that uh, there's there might be there might be an element there might be an element of human DNA that says I want to be able to just go far away from here and and just put a put my own flag down. You know, and, sure. and start my own space here, and just kind of make my own living. I think that's kind yeah, of a human I, I thing. I think, I think, I think we'll get that from space once we have achieved something that makes space seem like a viable option. I think, imp- importantly, we've run out of it here. 
it's like a it's a it's a resource that we have needed as as humanity and it's gone what if we what if what if we came up with a really great way to like live under the pressures of the ocean like there's so much of the ocean that's still unexplored cuz could that satiate the no the need for it, no it can't because exploration can you, no can okay. you just can you just walk outside with a t-shirt on i mean yes what what are you talking about <laughs> No, I just it's like it's like uh, the idea of colonizing Mars is is just ridiculous because like what we can do it just for the the sake of doing it and for the sake of science and all that stuff. But sure, no, but nobody's gonna science have a good, good. time. Nobody's gonna have a good fucking time on Mars. No, it's, no Mars is not going to be a good time. It's a frozen vacuum. I mean, it's horrible. You know, so we're we're really just we're we're in this lull. We're in this uh, motivational, inspirational lull where we're just kind of waiting for an opportunity to continue to expand and explore. Yeah, and I think and it's probably I think that probably going to be like another 100 years, 200 years. No, it could be longer, but well no, we get the Mars colony and then we uh we unearth the Prothean beacon which helps us advance <laughs> our well, our science yes. uh <laughs> you know, hundreds effect. of years. Yeah. Nice uh, mass And then we'll eventually reference. find the mass relay. I, I would love that, but more realistically, we're it's not likely. Yeah. So we're we're we are so uh, the most likely scenario, and this is why Fallout is so popular, and other apocalyptic games, is that no, let's just let's kill everybody, let's destroy civilization, start over, and here. then we could do it again. We could just do that's it again. Red, Red Dead Redemption. That's why that's so popular, right? Well, I mean, it takes place the, during you know the. No, I know it's historical fiction, but it's you know it's the same thing, isn't it? Like yes, there's we want yeah. we want yeah, to we want this ability to to explore and to claim the frontier, and with you know with a with a apocalyptic post apocalyptic game or situation, we can do that again. And it's well, video. Do you think video games ties into this at all, as far as like you know, Skyrim and Minecraft? Yes, uh, particularly, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Minecraft. It's it's all about exploration and and putting your flag down and yeah, creating I think, and starting from scratch. Right? I think it's it's evidently a human instinct to do that to explore like a virus. To, yeah, no, it's uh, just spread and infect more places. <laughs> to go where no man has gone before and it infect it. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> no. Just Thanks, taking Joe. the Agent Smith approach to humanity <clears throat> and infect it, Mister Anderson. <laughs> we we uh, idolize pioneers, and we hold in reverence the the frontier. We just had Columbus Day, and I, I have, I, of course, we're all in our bubbles, and my bubble is talking about how Christopher Columbus, uh, you know, took 12-year-old girls and fucking raped them and sold them to slavery and, like, all, all the awful shit that, like, you know, our, our current president is saying, oh, no, we need to have reverence for these these times, uh, but th- that's the time of exploration that is in, in our history that people are have reverence for. Uh, yes, that is most not, of not, exploration involves horrible things done to indigenous people. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, like it, it does. That's now why it's going to be so much fun when we get to space, find new worlds with people <laughs> that we can oppress. 
But no, it is. It's appropriate, though, that we're talking about this just a few days beyond Columbus yeah, Day. I know, yeah, Columbus Day is one of those holidays that just in the past few years has become extremely controversial. It was also Leif Erikson Day recently. Yeah, which is a much better holiday. I mean, he also did some not great stuff, but... Uh, at least he was first. <laughs> at least he was first. From Europe. <laughs> say, say what you will about Chris Columbus, but he directed Home Alone and the Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter movie. Mm, yes, good movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very he warm, still raped all those 12-year-olds. Very warm holiday quality to them, uh, those movies. Yeah, very Christmassy, Christmassy theme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the rape, Joe. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. He directed Mrs. Doubtfire. Did he? She sure did. Yeah. That's- and then he and then he raped a bunch of Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird. But we forgive him because Mrs. Doubtfire. That is a great movie. It's a very strange, great movie. <laughs> it was great enough to it get is. us to forgive him <laughs> for the atrocities. That's, that's why we. Against. That's why we'll let him keep his statues because. <laughs> well, well, Sean, <laughs> because he directed Mrs. Doubtfire. You joke, but we were just talking earlier about how Michael Jackson might be the best performer of all time. And we did talk and about that for sure. There's just a gigantic mountain of evidence that he was a child. That he rapist. was a terrible. Sure, yeah. I, 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 uh, my whole thing with Michael Jackson is all those allegations are probably true, but I think he was also mentally handicapped in a way that, that it wasn't like a sinister, you know, like I get typical it. Child, I get it. child predator. I think so it was you're like saying a child okay who thought of mentally okay. challenged to rape children. <laughs> I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying I think it's different. I, I think it's still terrible. <laughs> I don't Hot I, take for Mike. It's terrible that Michael Jackson diddled a bunch of kids. <laughs> you heard it here, Sean folks. Sean thinks it's not that big of a deal. Sean Wait, thinks the kids should get over themselves. They got to meet Michael Jackson. That's not what I said. Those kids should know that he has the mind of a kid, but the Dick. No, no, they the should. They dick should. Dick of a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! And that's our episode. Well, he's got the mind of a kid, but wow, this is a it's a big. This is a BBC right here. Well, my asshole I, hurts I like be, an adult is fucking. I it. should be happy about this. This is. <laughs> I've got famous dick in my ass. I should be happy. <laughs> Famous dick in my ass for 500, Alex. <laughs> With a score of two, Mike is this week's loser. What? Yeah, I think I got both. Oh, my there, there were God. three bets. Oh, there was, you got two. There were three. I got two of them. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Wow. I With suck. that, I have been and shall most likely continue to remain Joe Morkle. Look, I'm Sean Keller, and... I'm a, I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson, but I get it. I get it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm Mike Pareto, and uh, yeah, Sean is definitely a big fan of Michael Jackson, and uh, <laughs> have a great week. Have a great week. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. 
Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here or there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you can be jolly. Now and then is relished by the wisest men. Or does he?